You are now tuned in to the Essential Roundtable podcast. Listen as fraternity brothers Madrian and Joe discuss various topics pertaining to life with the intent to promote self-improvement in a multitude of aspects. We hope that you're able to find value throughout the show. Enjoy! All right. Welcome back to another episode um, of the Essential Roundtable podcast. Um, What's going on, May? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Excited to be here today. Absolutely. Just came back from from vacation, so I'm very excited, like you just said, to hop back on here and have a great conversation. Yeah, I think we both fresh out of the hills because when I um the last episode we recorded. I think I went on vacation that next week, and then you went the following week after that. So we both fresh off of some, some trips. <laughs> I think we were supposed to I just thought about that. Yeah, because we, we were supposed to record. Yeah, yeah. and then we were supposed to record last week, but then we ended up pushing it back because I was fresh off vacation. So yeah, that's what's up. That's right. That time of the year. Absolutely. Get back in touch with yourself. I did. I had a good time. Oh, man. I had a real good time. And now I'm down here, like I already told you earlier, in NOLA, getting even, having even more of a good time. I love this city. My, uh, they, it's treating me good. My waistline is getting a little bit big, so I had to go ahead and sign up for a gym membership on Monday. Yeah. Went ahead and handled that. I've had about 12 po' boys in seven Bro. days. <laughs> po' boys. That's crazy. Man, my, uh, one of my roommates is from New Orleans, so he's taking me to like all the spots that you get your food at, the other one with yeah. the dillard. So we know everywhere to go. Man, I've been eating. I've been eating, but it's been good. Um, I'm excited for this internship I'm doing for the summer, man. Doing some great, some great work down here in Louisiana. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on out here, but we're going to get, get the job done. Mm-hmm. How was your vacation? Uh, my vacation was good, man. Um, we had talked about this before uh, jumping on this, um, but it's been it, it was it was really good. I told you it was probably like my best the best best vacation that I had ever been on like thus far, bro. Like everything everything was per- perfect. Like the all inclusive deal. You know what I'm saying? Unlimited drinks, unlimited food. Um, a ton of, you know what I'm saying, just stuff to get into on and off the resort. The excursions were good. Weather was nice. It rained like one one morning, and I thought the entire day was going to be like trash, but um, the weather flipped like within an hour, and we got another sunny day. So that was that was really good, man. Um, so yeah, I give I get a vacation, man, a, a ten out of ten for sure, and I'm ready. I'm ready to go back. I already got that bug. I ain't gonna cap. First international trip. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm ready to. First time ready to get back. Yeah, facts, facts. And get in you. It's hard to let it go. <laughs> that that should be vacation. Should be reality for real. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Well, you know what they said on the other podcast? The chick say she said she don't want no nigga that got a nine to five because she want to be able to go to Jamaica to drop a, drop of a dime. You saw that? You saw that Twitter video? I think <laughs> was it 
some chick, she was like, I don't want a nigga who got a nine to five because I need to be able to go to Jamaica tomorrow. Like tomorrow? We can't do no planning ahead of time. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I've seen that exact one, I'm but I still remember you. somebody saying that. That's I'm saying to you online. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, man, how you how you doing like um besides everything, like besides a vacation, like just personal life? I'm good, man. I feel I'm feeling the best I've felt in a while, to be honest. I um I had started reading when I um was home because you know, before I moved down here to work for the summer, I had spent some time with my mom and some time with my dad. And so I had got back into reading. I fell off this last week because I was moving, but I picked up um, Atomic Habits and um, the other one is called You're Your Best Thing. And it's a it's like a collection of essays about Black vulnerability, Black trauma. I always forget the last part, but it's really good. Um, so I've been reading that. I'm going to start <laughs> Crazy Faith. I just pulled that out. So... I got a few books that I'm going to start working through for the summer, and I'm going to read The Miseducation of the the Negro because I've read it, but it's been like a long time. I need to reread that. Mm. So, I um, yeah, man, I'm I'm good personally, honestly. I'm I'm in a good space. I feel good. I feel happy. You know what I mean? Which is, like, I think a lot of times we're always trying to, we're chasing happiness but I'm like, I've been in a constant state of happiness since the semester has ended. So I know that's partially because I'm just was excited to be out of school. <laughs> but another part of that is that I've been real intentional about uh, paying attention to my what I need, what I want, and, and just being present, you know, where I was in, in those moments and not worrying too much about other circumstances, other realities, just being aware of the moments I was actually in and not everything else. So that's been that's been good for me. How about you? Um, I'm I'm good too. Um, this trip really um, allowed me to kind of like just let go of everything, um, put put things into perspective. Like as far as like me um, stretching myself across all these different things I'm trying to do. Like on the way back, I had kind of gotten a um, I had a thought about maybe. Um, putting screaming kicks to the side and focusing on the things that are going to excel quickly because as far as like that, that little, you know, it's, as far as that company, it's like low, low volume. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's super duper like taxing as far as like work. Like it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like I'm, I'm literally, um, this is my first time like talking about like the actual details. And, and, I, and I guess I, I wouldn't say that this is super detailed, but I mean, you having to like watch um, release dates, you have an inner, you know what I'm saying, raffles, you having to do all of the running around, calling around, um, picking up, dropping off. You know what I'm saying? That just takes up so much time that I don't have because I still have a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm trying to do other stuff that I feel would be more successful if I were to put more time into it and then, you know what I'm saying, earn my earn my leisure and then maybe go back to that, you know what I'm saying? So that was, that was just something I thought about 
um, you know what I'm saying? Just giving myself more time to focus on, you know, important things. Um, as well as like reading, you know what I'm saying? Just my mental um, and whatnot. But overall, like just besides thinking about like just restructuring my, my um, the things that I'm trying to pursue, um, I'm doing fine bro. I'm really good. I don't go back to work until Wednesday. Um, I'm gonna spend the next couple of days, you know what I'm saying, chilling, relaxing, um, catching up on my reading, you know. And yeah, man, I'm pretty good. Can't complain at all. Life's good. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we can go ahead and jump into today's topic. Um, got this topic from, um, what's that? What? Shout out to, um, what podcast is that? I forget. Um, Free Value, Free Value Podcast. Um, I was listening to them a little while back and I heard them mention um, the circle of circle of influence. And this is like the, I think the, the Abraham Law. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you all like the definition and um, we can start this off like with a question. Um, so the, your circle of influence are the things that you can are the things that concern you that you can do something about. And it says, for example, you may be worried about the economy or climate change or coronavirus. That would be your circuit. That would be your circle of concern because you can't do anything about that. But your circle of influence are the things that you can control. And it says that your circle of influence is um, your proactive focus. And your circle of concern is your reactive focus. So by being reactive, you're actually being negative. And by being proactive, you're actually being positive by focusing on things that you can um, can control. Um, so the question that I wanted to ask to kind of get this conversation kicked off is, why do you think it's so common to prioritize your concerns and neglect the things that you can control in life. Why do I think it's so important to prioritize concerns and neglect the things we can't control? Hmm. Oh, why do you why do you think it's so common to prioritize our concerns? Hmm. So, like, given I'm gonna give an example, like. I don't know, say I'm, I'm just trying to pursue something, but I'm more, more worried about, more concerned about the outcome than the preparation. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's, it's common. It's a common thing we do. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's fear. Um, we focus, we focus on, we focus on um, the, the thing that we can't control and we don't focus on the thing that we can't control. So mm -hmm. why, is, why do why do you think it's common that we prioritize our concerns over the things that we can't control? I mean, I think that kind of like goes two ways, right? So the first thing I think is that we live like in this, we, we all live in this, and we I think we all fall guilty of living in society where we want like this microwave thing. We just don't wanna, we wanna see things happen immediately. Like, um, 
we don't want to put no work in. That's what it comes down to. Everybody wants to benefit. Everybody wants to uh, reap the rewards, but nobody wants to do the work that it takes to get where we want to go. You know what I mean? A lot of times, and I think, I know speaking from personal experience, sometimes the biggest thing I think about that type of thing with all the time is like with weight loss. Like I'll, um, I know, I know what it takes and what, what, power i hold to change my circumstance but instead of doing that i'll just be like well i'll look for either an easier way i often find myself like like before my vacation right i find myself i wasn't where i wanted to be fitness goal wise so like well let me see if i can find something i can get one drop five ten pounds in three days <laughs> that's not possible <laughs> you know what i mean like let's <laughs> let's be realistic yeah you're not gonna lose that much weight in a few days but if you would have implemented a plan in April or or stuck to the plan you implemented in March and worked through it through April and May, then you would have been where I wanted to be by the time my vacation actually came. Right. So I think a lot of times, and before I get to my second point, I think a lot of times though, we we do that anticipating like that result. And I think when we may even start off working towards it or or addressing that issue, but then we fall off and don't get back in the rhythm and change the things we actually have the power to control and start leaning more into the other stuff. But also I think that goes back in another conversation. I mean, goes back to faith in general. You know what I mean? Like that's a good one. It goes when, when that question makes me think instantly about, um, I can't, Oh, I just lost the quote, but, that that is what our relationship with God is about. You know what I mean? Not worrying about the things that we don't have the power to control, and only changing the things. And our our influence is strongest over the things that we have the absolute ability to control. And so, I think in our walks in faith, you know, I think that that's what that's why a lot of us struggle with it because you know we're in a we're in a season in life when a lot of folks are looking for God, but they don't know where to go. And I think they were looking for him in like all the wrong places. And a lot of times people are um, just misunderstanding messages, but as well as not taking the time to really evaluate the tools that God has given us already to address our needs before we go talking about other concerns. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a whole nother sub conversation, I think, but right. yeah, I think that is a big piece of it. You know, faith, got to have that faith to just know it's going to be all right. And you got to do your part and your part includes changing what you can and not worrying about what you can't. So, yeah. Um, I think, I think that, um, so I had I had a couple of points. I want to say that I think comparison, and I think you mentioned it, but I think that comparison births concern because it's like, again, like we live in a society where, and my other point was instant gratification. That's funny you was talking about that um, microwavable progress. Um, we live in a society where it's like, well, for one. You got, you got social media and on social media, everybody posts like the good things. Everybody's gonna post the end goal or the end, the end 
result and not not the and not the process so me personally you know what i'm saying i could be going through something and i you know get on and and see all of this success and happiness mm-hmm. and now i'm concerned about where i'm at in life because everybody else is just looking crispy cream you know what yeah. I'm saying? like <laughs> beautiful everybody enjoying themselves having fun and things like that and i'm just like well mine don't look like that so that brings that brings about concern um but what i i I feel like the thing that um the thing that we have to teach ourselves is to again i want to say like again like embrace embrace the process and i talked about this um i forgot i forget which which episode it was second maybe 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 it was the last one yeah but um embracing the process, you know, because at the end of the day, um, our job is to control what we can control. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying we, we communicate our concerns to the, to the, to our father above and do everything else. And, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how it's supposed to work. Um, we got to let him do his part basically, but yeah. Um, so I had comparison, instant gratification, and um, uncertainty. I think I think that um, it is. I think I think we we prioritize our concerns um, over things that we can control because of that. You know that little gray area that you have in between. You know what I'm saying where you like, oh well, I really don't know what's going on. Right. Um, so we we as people, you know what I'm saying, like we whenever you give us like a an, an uncertain instance, we automatically gravitate towards the the negative side of that. You know what I'm saying? Because we're you mm-hmm. um you literally have to train yourself to think positively. But um happiness yeah. is a mind state. Happiness yeah. is a is a state of being. What is it? A state of mind. Happiness is a state of mind. <laughs> That was evading me for a second, yeah. Yeah, but um, uncertainty, uncertainty brings, you know what I'm saying, fear, fear of the unknown. And, you know what I'm saying, we stuck thinking about, you know what I'm saying, just <laughs> the uncertain, you know what I'm saying, the, the uncertainty, the things that we can't control. And it's like, well, just going to continuously be um, running myself in the, in a circle, thinking about these things that I that I can't control. When I could be um, looking at, you know, what I'm saying, what would you say earlier? Um, being where your feet are, uh, you say that mm-hmm. you say that quite a bit. Um, yeah, I stole that from somebody, but it's my saying now. <laughs> yeah, but those are those are things that. That's why I, I feel like we as people um, prioritize our concerns over um, what we can control. It's, I, I, it's, I think it's an outside influence. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I wanted to I wanted to jump into because um, there there was a proactive side and a reactive side. And I want to jump into the, the proactive side and speak specifically about um controlling your surroundings 
you know what I'm saying? Like the, the things around you, the things that influence you to do what you do or whatever. Um, and also I had a question for that one. So, um, and this is a simple one. How big, how big of a role do you think um, the things you surround yourself with play in your life? Um, yeah. You are what you eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that uh, I, I like to use the word eat in like a metaphorical and a symbolic sense. Because, you know, when you go to church and people say a lot of times I'm hungry, you know what I mean? My soul is hungry for a word from God or, you know, and you physically we eat, you know, we, we physically are what we eat and what we consume. When we watch TV, we're consuming social media, we're consuming knowledge when we read books we're consuming thoughts and ideologies through the conversations we have with people and so i think it's everything i think that i i i really think that it's there may be studies already about it but i think that people and that's like it's like when you're learning something a new subject or something you know some people learn better just by talking through things with other people some people learn better by reading things on their own. Some people learn better by just um, practicing the material over and over again. But I think that um, it plays a huge influence in your life. And I think it, it really makes up the type of person that you are, the people that you hang around, the quality of people that you keep, the quality of, of information you're receiving, the, the habits you have as a person, the skills you have in the rooms that you have access to. All of those things mold us into who we are. You know what I mean? And I think that, I don't think that's discounted in any facet or any walk of life. I think that everywhere and in, in every space, you know what I mean? You are literally what you eat. You are what you what you make the most time for. And I think that it, it shows in how we interact with people, how we interact with each other and, and the relationships that we maintain. So yeah, I think. It's huge. It's, it's paramount. Birds, birds, birds of a feather flock together. Yep. <laughs> I, I personally, huh? That's the oldest one in the book, right there. Yeah, I think that um, the things that you you know what I'm saying surround yourself with, like as far as you know what I'm saying people, uh, the things that you consume. Um, in, in all aspects, I think I think those things are what determine like the the trajectory of, of your life. Like you said, you know what I'm saying. Um, yep, absolutely. For for example, um, while I was talking about that, and while you was talking, I was I was thinking about like you know those you know those movie lines or those movie stories that they have. They they're based off true stories. You'll have like a. Um, a high school football star, you know what I'm saying, out the hood, um, you know what I'm saying, like plays, plays through high school, gets these offers, goes to college. And right before, you know what I'm saying, like they get out and had an opportunity to go to the league, they go back, you know what I'm saying, start hanging out with um, those old people and somehow get themselves caught up. And it could, it could even be like, it could even be in high school um, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's I was just there. watching Bel Air. Have you watched Bel Air? I haven't. Oh man, you gotta. I'm sorry, I just spoiled it a little bit, but you gotta watch it. Was it? Is yeah. it basically that a similar situation in the first few, the first episode? So, yeah, yeah. 
if you have somebody, you have somebody on a good, a good path, and yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying they go back to hanging out with where they, with people from where they came from, and they end up, you know what I'm saying, getting um, <clears throat> getting in trouble, getting killed, um, and that's and that is a prime example of um, the importance of controlling your surroundings, mm -hmm. especially especially when you're moving up um in life you know what i'm saying in general like you need to as as you as you grow you know what i'm saying if, if the people around you aren't growing around you it's, it's it's eight billion people on the planet man find some find some new friends um because your old one's gonna keep you where you were <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i think it's i think it's super important um to analyze your surroundings every once in a while just make sure you know what i'm saying like the people around you keep you on your toes um because like i said you don't want to you don't want to stay stagnant you don't want to be around a bunch of yes men because you ain't gonna grow you need somebody to tell you the real um and you know what i'm saying just just have those consistent communities of growth um but yeah that's that's all i had on that you had anything else yeah, I was just going to say to add to that, um, I thought about a conversation I had with my dad when I was in Dallas. You know what I mean? Sometimes those situations, when, when you get into those, it don't have to be anything as specific as that. But sometimes when, when we're progressing in a way that is contrary to the folks that we're in the same circle as, you know, this thing called envy starts to form. And my dad, he said this, he said this to him and one of his OGs told him this. He was like, you know, jealousy, you can see jealousy a mile away. You can see jealousy, it's loud, it's bolsterous. They're gonna talk about you, they're gonna gossip about you. They're gonna say things and make it very visible that they don't like you because they're jealous of who you are and who you're becoming. Yeah. But envy, envy will walk with you. Envy will clap for you. Envy will lay in the bed with you. Envy will smile for you all up until the moment it's ready to stab you in your back. And so I think that just goes to also that circle of influence and, and, and being conscious and, and, and decisive about the company you keep. Because even when people don't even, they don't even know why they're upset. They don't even know why they don't like you. It's because the enemy has planted something in them already, or they just, they they envy the things that you have in the space that you're going to and in the, in the, the areas that you're about to reach. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not, I don't think sometimes it has anything to do with, with the person they are or who you are, but once it gets in them, it's in them. You know what I mean? So it's something that's, that's dangerous to deal with. So that's definitely something super important to think about as you're as you're maneuvering and accessing new opportunities and spaces sometimes everybody's not gonna be happy to see you do that exactly exactly you know what i mean so that's as sad funny. as that may sound that's funny um today's today's sermon um at church was about um when when rejection hits close to home mm -hmm. it talked about um it talked about how how um how jesus went into the wilderness and was tested. Um, the pastor used like a, an analogy 
of a, of a pressure cooker, how you put raw meat into a pressure cooker and you cook it and it comes out unrecognizable, you know what I'm saying? It went in, it went in frozen, it came out cooked. And then they talked about how Jesus went and um, into the wilderness, was, was tempted, um, questioned, and he, you know what I'm saying? That's where he, that's where he developed. And then he went back home and um, he went back home unrecognizable. And the first thing that the people, the, the, I think the first thing it says in the Bible is that they were amazed. And then that amazement turned into to, um, to scoffing. I think that's the word they use, scoffing. Like basically they mocked him, um, teased him and whatnot. So yeah, it's, it's, it's for sure a thing. Um, there was, there was a, a couple of points what you just basically said is said, brace yourself. Um, because when people notice and see change, they, they, they may try to harm or envy, envious, in, envy and jealousy um, could potentially be, you know what I'm saying? The things lingering in their hearts. So yeah, um, that's, that is for sure. Um, something to watch out for, for sure. Um, yep. But yeah, we just we we are we off topic? Did we kind of like <laughs> did we off topic, bro? Little tangent, little tangent. It's all good. That's a, that's the thing when you got your own show, you can do that. When you ain't right. on somebody else's show, you can you can jump in and out like that. Right, right. <laughs> um, I didn't really have anything else. I just wanted to talk about the um, the controlling your surroundings part. Um, yeah. When you had spoke, you um, you talked about habits. Um, you talked about. Um, I think you said, I forget what else you said, but basically the things, the the people that you surround yourself with influence everything you do. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to like, to be honest, like you're you're around the people. You hang around the people that you hang around regularly because you're the same so if you if you have any you know what i'm saying just whether you like it or not that's right. important part that, that whether you like that or not the people you hang around are a reflection of who you are exactly mm-hmm. like you could you could say oh well i i um i don't do this i don't do that but but they do that don't mean i'm like they that. do right you tolerate it you know what I'm saying? So in your eyes, it's okay, but you but you see, you see it as oh well, that's that's no harm. I'm I'm cool, but in your head, it's like well, yep, <laughs> like I'm 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 cool with that in a sense. Yep. Um, Betraying yourself because right. you're allowing that their behavior to go unchecked or, or unreconciled. If it's something that's in contrary to what you say you are about as a person, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That is so big and so true. And I think that it's like, it's reflected of society because, you know, a, a lot of people like to run in cliques and groups and they'll say, oh, well, 
you know, yeah, we, <laughs> the biggest thing right now is people always like, everybody looking for a come up right now. Like everybody's running together. They like, I saw something talking about how people just don't have friends just to be friends. Like everybody has friends, a friend group that they're always like, kind of like networking and things like that with. But right. I also think the inverse of that is um, a lot of people don't have friends to build constructive conversations with or like to build out like positive impacts with. so i think like a lot of people have only have friends to do things that aren't necessarily negative to life but they have no value either if you only have a friend group that you're only just going out to brunch with or just like bsing with all the time if that is something that honestly brings value and and happiness to your life okay maybe but if it's something that's not helping you you know, I mean, I guess grow as a person, but also just um, be a better human, I guess I would say then is it is it something is that is that a is that something you want to be tied to? You know what I mean? That's what I, that's how I look at it. It's like, it's one thing to do it and enjoy the people like you can have friends that you hang out with and you go out with and if you have just a friend group in general, but if that is the, the primary purpose, where it's just like recreational, not no activities that are stimulating any other type of you your emotional intelligence or your intellectuality, are you, you know, is that a, a group you need to really be hanging out with? You know what I mean? That's what I think about. So, yeah, you're not. So I think about things like that when I um, think about, you know, that topic and, and really those those type of conversations and thinking about what ways, what ways is this relationship, um, what way is my serving them and what way are they serving me, you know, that type thing. And that's not necessarily that it has to be something that's always like a monetary or transactional benefit, but it has to be something that you have to be getting something from relationships. You know what I mean? That's why we have, that's why we maintain them. Right. <laughs> Whether that's emotional support or, you know, whatever it is. So. Especially at this big age, you know what I'm saying? Because this is, this is where life is really hitting, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, it can't just be um, we're gonna all go shits and giggles right? all the time. To to extinguish situations, it's got to be like some sort of um, seriousness. Yep. Why why do you, why do you think it's so hard for for people to um, recognize those? Um, how can I say it? Um, why do you think it's so hard for people to like recognize the the, the relationships that that don't really have value do you think do you think do you think that um now this is oh man this this is this is a this is something that i want to talk about um normalized counterproductivity do you think that that is actually normalized like mm -hmm. things yeah, you that we do which is why people see it as normal and and not a problem and stay in it yeah, I think comfort uh, comfort breeds complacency. And so I think that anytime you get in a position or in a situation where that's what I was about to say to the, the first question, but where you get where you're doing something, you do something enough times it becomes a habit and then it becomes normal behavior. Right. So if you keep if you continue to do something and you stop, you lose the the process, the steps of it doesn't even feel like you're you're doing anything. It becomes habitual. Now it's like, it's something I do without thinking. And so naturally, if you're doing it without thinking, it's not you're not going to see any wrong in it. And so I think that it's sometimes it's easy for us to get 
caught up with speaking from personal experience it's easy to not think even you know I, I hate to use the term bad or negative because i don't think that they're bad or negative you know groups but but i think that if you say that you you're in a space where you you want to move a certain way and grow a certain way and act a certain way and be a certain way your primary group cannot be one that's not adding to those traits that you say you want to do that's like going to therapy and not doing nothing the therapist said why are you going to therapy you know what i mean it's like you're getting all you're getting all the tools you need you have everything you need to be successful you sat down you study for the exam you know what i mean you practice you got ready for the game and then you got up there and you didn't even put your shoes on the play right or you didn't even pick up your pencil so it's like what why are you why would you even put yourself in that situation is what I think about it as. And it's not something that it's like, you don't have to do it ever or at all. It's just like for that time period is, is these, is this best serving you? Is this where you, is this going to help you get where you want to go? You know what I mean? That's what I think it comes down to at the end of the day. But yeah, I think society, the culture has definitely normalized a lot of things that it has made things acceptable that we re- really wouldn't normally, you know, deal with if we were saying we want to do certain things or be certain types of people. But we have because of, you know, just our, I guess our, sometimes our desire is just to want to be in, you know what I mean? People just want to sometimes just be like in it and they see everybody, all, like you said earlier, all oh, they doing this, they got that going. Let me go ahead and fall into that too. You know what I mean? So I think that that, sometimes breeds that desire to, to jump on the trend and do what everybody else is doing. So I think it's a lot of things, man, but I think that's a big thing. So I also see like it as a, as it being like a, a quick out. Mm-hmm. Normalizing, normalizing counterproductivity. Like it's, 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 it's counterproductive to um, have a bad work week and mm-hmm end it at the bar yeah <laughs> that, that is that is that is something that, that's a, a dangerous habit you know what i'm saying that's normalized mm-hmm. um, but i don't know yeah some people have good work weeks ended at the bar <laughs> uh, i said some folks have good work weeks ended at the bar so <laughs> but that is all of that, those type of activities those behaviors the behavior that's what i was looking for that word was not coming to me earlier yeah but that's like shit like that is counterproductive to know I, like I, I feel like um majority of people don't see it that way like i yeah, said they don't. it's a quick out like this is something that's everybody does it it's acceptable better mm-hmm. and whatnot but yeah that's just we'll have, huh? we'll have to put the explicit rating on this one we've been cussing like a mug on this episode right. boy <laughs> i'm dead That'd be all right. I got comfortable. Five episodes in the game, boy. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. We, we yeah. might have to change it. <laughs> yeah. He's a mild on here, but yeah. Um, I don't really have um, much else to speak on for real. Um, I just, I just think that. Um, People should take um, 
the things around them like more more seriously and, and me me too you know what i'm saying because i i um i still kind of let myself get caught up in in things that i no longer want to be a part of and you know what i'm saying just speaking from my personal emotions part of it is um out of um my people pleasing tendencies you know what i'm saying being scared to establish boundaries and let people know like hey like this is no longer who i am um and i'll get caught up doing things that i've said to myself like bro like you're not you're not supposed to be doing this we're not gonna do this we're gonna you know what i'm saying try to you know like reduce this and and get better and whatnot but you know what i'm saying it's, it's always you always um find yourself doing it when you keep yourself um surrounded by those types of people as well as things so um, that's good right there i don't i i really i know i gotta work on that but everybody listening um just do just just really just i think i said this also in, in a podcast like you really need like i feel like whenever you really figure out who who you want to be as a person in life and where you're trying to go, it makes it easier for you to kind of do like a, like after that self-assessment, it's easier for you to look at your surroundings and literally pick out the things and the people that need to be removed so that you're being influenced in the, the, correct, the correct way on which your path is calling. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, if I say that I'm trying to I don't know, like something simple, um, get my body right. Mm-hmm. But my my main circle, all they do on the weekends, shit, hell, even throughout the week. Uh, they had McDonald's on Tuesday, Wendy's on Monday. <laughs> I mean, like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like happy hour, happy hour every mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, and out of the club Sunday. and bars and stuff like that. Sunday, fun day on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday brunch. They in the section on Saturday. Hey, 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 that's hey. Not, that's not gonna. That's not gonna cut it. <laughs> and yeah. even and even like address those those personal problems, um, those personal boundaries that you that you don't um, enforce. Because I know for me, I you know what I'm saying like I I know that I'm big on the gym and diet and stuff, and I know that. Um, eating the right way produces like the good results, but where I'll be at, mate. I'll be at McDonald's. <laughs> I'll be at McDonald's. I'll be at Wendy's. I'll be at McDonald's. Fucking them cookies up. Bro, crazy. I'm going to stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going today. This go this gonna be my last um bad meal before I uh, start. I'm thinking about doing like a 12 week cut. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I just, I just, I did want to say real quick, I hate to interrupt you, but I thought you said something really good about boundaries. And I think that a lot of times in relationships, um, I had saw something on Instagram, it was a post about boundaries, and some people were like commenting under it. And someone has commented that, you know, I learned to interact better with my boundaries when I learned that I only had to really communicate them with myself because the only time, 
well, it's just not communicate through what because you, you have to communicate to other people sometimes. But she said when she realized that it was they were most important and most like no one can disrespect your boundary unless you allow them to. You know what I mean? Boundaries are not because inevitably we have to communicate our boundaries to people, but we're the ones who retains that memory. Hey, I'm not going to be engaging in this type of relationship and this type of communication and this type of activity and this type of whatever it is, X, Y, Z. We're the person that holds that memory. And so when we allow people to talk to us in a way that's disrespectful that the boundary that we have set, that's disrespecting the boundary we have set, or when we participate, you know what I mean? Like you said, that people please the tendency, that self-sabotaging tendency. I left my self-sabotage book in love, but I'm so mad about that. But when we start self-sabotaging and start going against the boundaries we've set, then ultimately it's we only can be mad at ourselves because we have set that boundary and we haven't enforced it. You know what I mean? Because we have the, you you allow someone to violate it. It's like boundary violations can't go unchecked. And when they go unchecked, you're the person, only person you can hold responsible is yourself. So yes. I just I thought about that when you said that. I saw that on Instagram. I can't remember who said it. Someone commented under one of those like Alex Noel posts and put that on. I was like, that was that was flames. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you though. I just had to get that in there. No, you fine, man. Uh, I wasn't, I forgot, I forget what I was saying, but um, just to kind of wrap things up, I don't, I don't, I didn't have any tips today, um, but just kind of like piggybacking off of what I was saying, like really, really take, take your, your friends, like the people that you hang around, the, the stuff you listen to, um, the stuff you watch, like everything that you consume um, by way of the mouth, by way of your, your eyes, your ears, um, all of that stuff influences you as a person, um, the people around you as well. So um, when you have control over those things, you have control over your life. Over your life. <laughs> you have control over your life. Um, but yeah, um, thank y'all for listening to another episode. Uh, yes. Thank y'all for following. Thank y'all for supporting. Yeah. Always overwhelmed, even though, you know, like, I know we got a long way to go and, and God has major plans for this, this um, platform, but always just overwhelmed by the support we receive even now. So super, super, super grateful. People right. who listen all the way through. Uh, thank y'all shout out to y'all thank y'all for sharing yeah man only up from here absolutely make sure y'all go um follow us on all social media platforms um podcasts can be found on youtube um apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify um everything is at the essential roundtable podcast or the essential roundtable and yeah we'll catch y'all in the next one Y'all have a good one. Sure. Oh. Oh, right now. <laughs>